one, if you want a Gangstar brand, you need to stop hiding behind your computer and your creative work. Even if you don't have, per se, like a personal brand, you are still important to your business because people connect with people. And the best way to get ahead of your competition is to put yourself out there and just shine. You're listening to the Gangstar Creative Podcast, where we talk and share real strategies, real tactics, and real stories from me and my badass guests to help Gangstar creatives and artists like you thrive in both your business and life. And I'm your host, Ivana. I'm an artist, creative entrepreneur, speaker, and best-selling author. Are you ready to annihilate the status quo of the starving artist? If so, let's get it. What up, gang stars? It's your girl, Devana, and this week's episode, I want to talk to you about branding. I'm going to be sharing my 10 steps to creating a gangstar brand so that you can attract the clients and customers that you want to attract so that you can stand out amongst all the other creative businesses out there and just have an awesome gangstar brand. So let's just go ahead and hop right to it. All right, so the first step to creating a gangstar brand is to one, focus on aesthetics. You know, when you meet someone new or you go on a date, the first thing we judge is the looks of that of that person. I mean, we could lie and just be like, yeah, I really care about the person that's inside of them and their heart, but y'all know that it's usually how the person looks. You look at either, you know, a certain feature of theirs or their outfit or their shoes or whatever. You think, you know, do they have a cute face? Do they have nice teeth? Do they dress nice? We might not claim to be that judgmental, but it's in our human DNA to think that way. As a matter of fact, did you know that 65% of the U.S. population are visual learners and that 93% of consumers place visual appearance and color over other factors when shopping? And also that 52% of shoppers don't return because of overall aesthetics. Those are some high percentages, y'all. So when it comes to your brand, you need to make sure that all your branding touch points are on point. This is everything from your website, your packaging, your frames, marketing materials, to your artwork, designs, and product photos. It's good to look at inspiration from brands inside and outside of your industry because you, if you just stay like looking at inspiration within the industry that you're in, you're going to probably end up looking like them without even realizing it before it's too late. So it's good to just look at all industries when you're out and about, when you go into a restaurant, when you're watching the movies, when you see a ad on Instagram or whatever, take a look at their branding, look at their aesthetic and look at their, you know, overall identity and grab inspiration from that and create something awesome and bomb on your own for your brand and your company. You know, the branding and aesthetic in a Walmart is totally different from a the branding in like a Nordstrom. So either create the branding and create the brand identity yourself if this is your expertise. And if it's not your expertise, definitely go out and hire a great designer to help make sure that all your branding looks good. You can do this by searching, you know, the hashtag graph designer or hashtag branding. I'm sure you can find plenty of people if you just Google um, branding companies, branding agencies or graph designers in your area. You can definitely find some good ones there. Even going on sites like Upwork, um, you can hire out people and designers on there to create something for you. I know that like Etsy um, and some other creative marketplaces, 
and um, like Fiverr. Those are like options too, but I don't really recommend those because it's kind of more like the quality drops down. It's all about quantity for them and you're getting like, you're paying low prices, yes, but somebody else might be having the that brand identity or that logo from that designer because they're kind of like reusing templates or it's really not that original um, or you're using like the same, you know, patterns and colors and mood boards and all the things, you know, just from like a template or like a, a package that you're buying. So if you have a low budget and you don't know where to start, like that's like a good place to start. But I would make it a goal to definitely hire out um, to someone who has the expertise of creating a brand and doing the design part for your brand. Step number two to creating a Gangstar brand is by creating a brand identity. So I mentioned this briefly in the previous step about when I was talking about aesthetics and creating like your identity as far as like your logo and colors. So you know, most of the time when we look at a product or an advertisement, we can tell what brand it is just by the color, the patterns, the imagery, or even the logo. If I were to place um, Coca-Cola's color red, like their specific red in front of you and have you guess without knowing like it was Coca-Cola and have you guess like what brand this color belongs to you, you'd most likely know that it was Coca-Cola's. The main way to build brand recall and to have people remember who you are and what you stand for is to create a brand identity. You know, a lot of great examples of this when you think about like the big um, brands out there like Home Depot has their signature orange and their logos. You have Tiffany & Co with that like teal blue. Um, there's so many brands that have great brand identities where if you see pieces of their identity, you will automatically think of that brand. So you or your designer really have to create a style sheet or a brand guideline stating what exact colors you need to use. Having the hex codes, which you've probably uh, know what these colors or these codes are. If you design MySpace layouts or you edited any sort of like HTML, the hex code is like the hashtag or pound sign and it has like six numbers and letters, a combination of numbers and letters next to it, that's like the hex code of the color. I'm making sure that they provide you with the CMYK colors. So the CMYK colors um, is basically, you know, the printer colors because a lot of colors um, that are digital, like the RGB, the hex colors, those colors on screen look different when they're printed. So if your hex code, if you can see what the CMY code color is to it and the color looks off, you might have to have a different CMYK color to it. And then if you're really trying to get fancy and you um, wanna have like a color that no one else has or that doesn't like change ever at all, um, I would suggest having your designer or branding agency give you the PMS codes are giving you a PMS color um, and this is just like a exact color mixture um, and color I should say a number um, to a specific color and a lot of the bigger brands have their own PMS colors created for them. Um, so the correct way, you know, to use your logo is another thing you want to put in the style sheet or into this brand guideline. You know, can you only have the icon sitting on top of it? Um, how should you resize it? How small can it be resized? Like things like that. What logos do you use if it's on top of a dark color background? And what do you, logo um, version do you use when it's on top of like a light colored background? 
Um, other things are like what kind of imagery should your brand use? Should you use a lot of imagery of, you know, outdoorsy environments or more of like an office setting? Of course, it just depends on what your brand is. Um, and also what are like the patterns and textures that your brand uses? You want to make sure that you're using the same ones over and over again or like similar ones. Maybe you're just like changing the colors. It just kind of all depends on what your overall brand identity um, and look and feel is. So just remember that this is your identity. Um, you should look at these brand guidelines and the style sheet as like your brand Bible. This is what makes you who you are. This is how people are going to remember what you look like as far as brand wise. Um, people are going to, you know, have that brand recall and basically just remember that creating the brand identity is just the makeup of who you are as a brand. Step number three to creating a gangstar creative brand is you are your brand. As creatives, this is really a big one. If you want a gangstar brand, you need to stop hiding behind your computer and your creative work. Even if you don't have, per se, like a personal brand, you are still important to your business because people connect with people. And the best way to get ahead of your competition is to put yourself out there and just shine. When you send emails, when you network, when you meet someone new, when you show up to an event or you make a video, you are a representation of your brand and your business. So you always want to be authentic and you always just want to be you. And don't throw that, oh, I'm an introvert bullshit my way. I'm an introvert too, but I just have a an extrovert switch that I learned to turn on when I have to. It's something you have to practice. If you are an introvert, you have to practice being extroverted. You have to practice like putting yourself out there and communicating with people and talking about your work and your brand and all that stuff. You want to try to create a personality for your brand. I mean, I'm not saying to be someone you're not, but just take it up a notch for your audience, customers, clients, and collectors. Sharing that I am an introvert, I do have like my gangstar Davana personality that I put on when I'm on camera and when I do Insta stories or even on this podcast, like it takes a lot of energy for me to talk to you guys on the podcast because I don't normally talk. I'm like a listener and when I do talk or if I speak on stages or if I shoot videos, I know that I have to kind of put on a personality, but it's not like it's not me because how I show up is like who I am and how I know I am to be on the inside. I just don't always like exude that energy or put that out there. But if like you know me and we're close, like you know that this is me. Um, and also when you're like creating a personality for your brand, you can like, you know, be extra about it. There's lots of celebrities, there's lots of influencers who have like created characters and you have to like put on for that character. So like I said, I'm not saying not to be you, but just know that you can't just be like this quiet, shy, in shy and introverted person um, behind the computer and behind your phones um, just hiding. You have to put yourself out there and know that you might have to turn your personality up just a notch so that you can grab your target audiences and your fans and followers' attention and just know that that is okay. Um, you know, you want to think about people like Beyonce, Betsy Johnson, uh, Ty Lopez, Amy Schumer, Kevin Hart, 
they, they all have like unique brand personalities that they show to the world. But behind closed doors, I'm pretty sure that some are introverted, some are quiet, and some are just like different from what you see in person. Now, I know people have like had bad experiences meeting like celebrities or like their idols or whatever because what they saw, you know, from afar wasn't what they saw in person when they met them. I'm not saying to be that person, but just be that extension of yourself that you know you can show up as. The fourth step to creating a gangstar brand is by focusing and creating customer experiences. Branding is all about emotion. It's all an experience. During every touch point of your brand, you want to ask yourself, how can I make this better for my customer? When you get an inquiry, how can you make your email response fun and inviting? Think about when you bring on a new client, do you give them an onboarding gift? You know, how's your customer service? Is your website fun and easy to use? How is the packaging of your product? Is it similar to the experience of opening an Apple product? You know, the best way to improve your customer experiences is to create experiences that happen before, during, and after a customer or client buys or hires you. Again, the best way to look at this and think of this is by thinking about what happens before, during, and after a customer or client buys or hires you. Uh, the brand Johnny Cupcakes is actually one of my favorite brands that does a great job at creating an overall experience. Hey Gangstar, sorry to interrupt, but if you're enjoying this episode so far, stop what you're doing right now and share this podcast with your friends on social media or text it to a friend in your contacts. If you're a true Gangstar and want to uplift and empower other creatives like I know you do, you're going to want to take a few seconds to do this now. Go ahead and pick your phone back up or click that browser tab that you're playing this episode in, hit that pause button and share it now. Hello, what are you waiting for? All right. Thank you for doing that. Now let's get back to the show. You kind of just have to see for yourself. So I just recommend like Googling it, like Johnny Cupcakes branding, and you'll see some videos pop up. It's really cool. I mean, even if you think about like some of the brands today, um, one that first pops in my head is like when you go into Abercrombie and Fitch, we all know they spray this specific scent Every time you are in the store and anytime you smell that, you think of the brand and that is one touch point of a customer experience. I'm sure there's lots of other companies that have a lot of cool experiences that they create um, before you buy a product, um, when the, you're using the product and even you know after you're done using a service. So just ask yourself those questions. How, what do I want the customer experience to be like before, during, and after they use my product or hire me? The fifth step to creating a gangstar brand is just be different. You have to be unique. And I spell that with Y-O-U dash unique, unique. When you first build a creative business, of course, you start off like modeling after others. You kind of get inspiration from others, but it's really all about taking inspiration from different places and then making it your own. Being creative is all about being unique and being different. You can't have a gangstar brand if you're like everyone else. There are so many other artists, other creatives, designers, writers, etc. out there in the world. So you got to ask yourself, what's going to make my customer or that client choose me over my other competition? Maybe it's your website. 
Maybe it's how the customers are able to buy from you. Maybe it's your process. Obviously, all of this like ties back to customer experiences, but be careful to not be so different that people don't understand who you are or what you do. And I see this a lot like in the creative industry sometimes, like creatives just like are being overly creative, especially like on websites and people just don't understand what you are or who you do because you're like being super creative and it's not intuitive for people that don't know who you are, what you're doing when they visit your website or experience your brand. So always keep that in mind in the process of, you know, trying to be different. Um, Be different, but don't be too different where it's like confusing. Step number six is be premium. This one is one of my favorites, really, because you should be able to charge what you believe you're worth. Unfortunately, there's already a ton of creatives out there charging pennies for their valuable work. Don't be that creative. Be the creative who values themselves and their priceless work or your priceless services. There is only one you and you're the only one who can do what you do the way that you do it. You have to position yourself as premium in the marketplace if you want to be respected if you want to be talked about, and if you want to make good money and not be a starving artist. A lot of creatives are scared to talk about money or, you know, do sales or even like charge for what they're doing or creating. But when you position yourself, you know, as premium, it shows that there's more value for what you do. Um, and people, you know, see like a, a premium price versus like a cheap price, they're more than likely you know, gonna choose the premium price um, over the cheap price. Unless you want to attract cheap clients, that's all good and dandy. But from my experience, cheap clients is not where it's at. Um, It's definitely worth charging the premium prices so that you can get those premium clients and customers. Step number seven is be memorable, be disruptive, and be badass. MDB. So don't be a mouse and play small. You have to take risks. Be the disruptor in your industry. Try to make everything you and your business does memorable, disruptive, and badass. And a great way to be MDB is by just being polarizing. It's a little bit scary, but sometimes you just have to have that edge to you and your brand. Have your own point of view and have your own voice that's actually different from others in your industry. If you are a painter, maybe have pop-up shows with crazy performances as entertainment during the opening of your show. You know, if you make jewelry, maybe use a certain material that most designers don't use. If you're a graph designer, maybe you create your own like dope style in a specific niche like invitations or logos. You know, the sky's the limit, but you just got to ask yourself, how can I make this more memorable, more disruptive, and more badass. Step number eight to creating a gangstar brand is know your audience. As creatives, we typically want to share what we do with the whole freaking world. And you know, that's cool and all, but the riches are in the niches. And I'm sure you've heard that before, but it's true. You can't effectively brand yourself or sell your work if you don't know who you're selling to. Who needs the type of work you create? Who would be your dream customer? How much money do they make? Where do they hang out? What gets them excited? What's their profession? How old are they? 
What do they do for fun? You know, the more you know about your audience, the easier it will be to create a gangster brand that attracts and serves them. And sometimes it's really cool just to create like a fake person, like name them Emily or name them Sebastian. And Emily is the person that does X, Y, D, Z and hangs out at X, Y, Z and she's this age and she does this as a job, blah, 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 like creating that customer avatar. It's really important to know your audience because then the messaging and the marketing and the copy that you create for your brand gets 10 times easier. Step number nine to creating a gangstar brand is have a story and get press. Don't just create just to create. You know, we all have a voice and we all have a story to share. Again, people connect with people and your audience wants to know more than just what you create. They want to know where did you come from? What's your background? Why do you create? What are you most excited about? You know, why did you start your business? Was there a struggle you had to overcome to get to where you are today? What was the inspiration behind your piece? Do you have any awards or recognitions? Um, These are things that people want to know. I know when I like discover somebody's work or, you know, website or whatever, I always love to know like the story because then I get to feel like I get to know them a little bit more and then it attracts me more to their brand and to their customers and or customers, I'm sorry, their products and their services. Um, So don't be shy. Don't be modest. Use that shit. You know, if you have a story that, you know, has that like roller coaster where you started from nothing and now you're you have a bunch of stuff like share that story, share everything because people actually do care. Um, And you should be proud of who you are and why you do what you do when you have a story You can use that to get interviewed by blogs, podcasts, magazines, big publications, and even TV. Like this is how you begin to become brand famous and you can use the press to build credibility and partner with dope brands and other creatives. So don't be shy and feel like nobody wants to hear about you. Like share that with the world. Put that out there. Be vulnerable and be authentic. I mean, when I am looking for people, even for my podcast, if I can't find anything about their story, I'm not going to reach out to them because how will I know if they have something interesting to share? How do I know that I can ask certain questions about who they are and where they came from? Um, Obviously, I can get to know them on the podcast, but I love to know these types of things beforehand because if something catches my eye and grabs my attention, then I am more inclined to reach out to that person and invite them to be a guest on the podcast. Last but not least, the 10th step to creating a gangstar brand is be a leader and be the best. Like I said in number five, we usually start off, you know, modeling after other creatives and businesses and getting inspiration from them. But the best way to have a gangstar brand and stand out is to be a leader and to be the best in the game. You have to have confidence in yourself and your business. And if you don't, it will show and you'll stay stuck in the same place where, you know, money is non-existence or clients are from hell or nothing just seems to be working right, just in that like bad space of business. And you don't want that. You know, Apple's message is always to be the best in the world. Nike works with the best athletes. So both Apple and Nike are viewed as leaders in the best in their industry because they don't settle for anything less than that. So take control of your brand. Take control of your business and stop doing work for free. Stop settling for less than what you are worth. 
please just own your shit and make people respect you. And if you follow all the steps that I previously mentioned, that's going to happen. It's going to be so much easier to step into your power, step into you um, being a leader and being the best in your industry and in your marketplace. Because when you have a gangstar brand, abundance will come, opportunities will come, collaborations will come, just all the good things will come. So I hope that these 10 steps to creating a gangstar brand was helpful. I do have a PDF that I had created that has all this listed out. So if you want a, you know, written version, um, definitely hit that download button. I'll have the link on the show notes page and on my website. So definitely go check it out. And if you're an avid Gangstar listener, you probably already have um, this PDF downloaded. So if you want to snag that, it's free. Go ahead and just go to my website in the show notes to download the 10 steps to creating a Gangstar creative brand. Again, hope this was helpful. And if it was, definitely go follow me on Instagram at Devonna Stimson. If you aren't already, send me a message and let me know you heard this episode and that you found this helpful. I always message uh, my gang stars back. So hit me up there if you aren't following me already. I'd love to see um, your gangstar brand and learn more about what you're doing, what you're creating. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, listen to a couple more episodes, and share it with a fellow Gangstar creative. I would also be forever grateful if you left a review letting me know what you loved and what you'd like to hear more of. And as a thank you for leaving me a review, I'll gift you both my 10 ways to create a Gangstar brand PDF and 5 ways to boost your online sales PDF. Just screenshot your review and DM me the picture on Instagram at Devonna Stimson and I'll send it right over to you. Until next time, cheers to annihilating the status quo of the starving artist.